I'm Mariah. I'm Jessica. And this is Grim, Grim Behavior. So I know I told you that I would do a survival story <laughs> this week. Um, I found a survival story I really want to do, mm-hmm. but I'm started researching for it and I think it's gonna be more like a two-parter okay so and I just intense. I just didn't have the time <clears throat> to research right. the whole entire case and I want to have it all done at once so I went with something else and we're gonna do that next week for sure okay I'm for sure doing Perfect. it I'm gonna start researching I kind of already did a little bit but I'm going to like full-fledged get into it today or tomorrow mm-hmm. should I tell you what it is do you want to know or should I wait Mm, do you want to give me like a hint and see if I know it? Um, I can tell you the girl's name. Okay, uh, I'm really Ma- bad, bad with names, but let's see. <laughs> it's Mary Vincent. I know um, this one. She has I know the an name. Amazing, amazing, amazing survival story, and I really want to do it. I started diving into the research and realized I that, do know that one. I just wasn't going to have enough time to finish yeah. it. It's crazy, and I just wanted to, like, put all of my effort into it, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to, like, put out a half-assed episode just to get it done in time. Right, right. So, that's what we're going to do next week. Today, I have a scam for you. So, on that note, like, before we get into it, Mm -hmm. have you... uh, been keeping up with all of the stuff with that GameStop, the the yeah. <laughs> stocks. I had originally like long before all of this, I was using Robinhood, and you no. know, yeah, I used Cash I, App. No, I used Robinhood. Like I'm yeah. saying, like way, way before all of this, like a couple yeah. of years ago, or I don't know, a year and a half ago, something like that. Um, because I was like, oh, it's cool. Like the idea of you know, and I based it on the premise of Robin Hood, right? Like, That's oh, what we're making it accessible. Yeah. And then they did all this stuff. I'm selling everything. I'm like, I don't want anything through you. Like, fuck no. you. I hope fuck you choke. All. Like, oh, the reason we're restricting everything is because we just, you know, everything's getting out of control. Shut the fuck because up. Because poor people are making mm-hmm. money. And yeah. Like so anyways, I wanted to bring that up since we're no, talking about scams. That's a good idea. We you know, sh- we should bring that up. Fuck that them. has a lot to do with. So scams. If you're, if you're using Robin Hood, fuck it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this particular scam or mm-hmm. scams is based in New York City, which makes it even oh, more relevant. That was a really nice transition. That was yeah. good. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Anna Delvey. Is that how you say it? Anna Delvey. Yes. Okay. Today we're going to be talking about Anna Sorokin, better known as Anna Delvey. Oh, Okay. Anna is a Russian fraudster who moved to New York City in 2013 and created the fictitious identity Anna Delvey. Um, She pretended to be a German heiress. In 2019, she was convicted of multiple crimes for defrauding New York hotels and several wealthy acquaintances. Okay, I have no context for this. I have no idea what the fuck is about to happen. Love that for you. I'm so excited. That's awesome. (laughs) You do have my notes in front of you. Don't read ahead. I actually just... Did you see me dim my computer? Because I'm like, no, I'm really excited for this. Like, I don't want to be reading this. I want to be the one to tell you. So I want to give you a little background on Anna just to see, like, how this all happened. Kind of premise. Give a premise. Kind of how we do things anyway. I'm going to give you a little background. That's just how we do it in general. Yeah. Um, Anna was born January 23rd, 1991 in Domo di Dovo. I don't know if I said that right. It's a town in Russia. Don't come for me. Um, it's, a sou- it's southeast of Moscow, Russia. She was one of two children. She had a brother. Um, her father worked as a truck driver for a transport company, and her mother owned a convenience store before becoming a stay-at-home wife and mother. Not really sure when that happened, but it happened okay. at some point. Okay. Um, when Anna was 16, she moved to Germany. I think she went to, like, some kind of different school or something. Information on this case is very limited. Like, okay. there's a lot of articles out there, but they all say the same thing. Right, right. Which can so, be the case with a lot of them. Yeah, like, so, please, like, the particulars of a lot of things are kind of hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. But she did move to Germany. Not sure if she went with her family. Some people say that she went to a boarding school. It's very confusing. Okay. At age 19, she left her family to go to Paris in pursuit of a fashion degree. Ooh. Um, She said she wasn't close with her conservative parents. She doesn't really talk to them that much. When she got to Paris, she got an internship at a magazine called Purple, which is a fashion, art, and culture magazine. 
So she was taking photographs for them and things like that. And when she started shooting photographs for Purple, she started going by the name Anna Delvey. Okay. It was a pretty popular magazine as far as I know. I don't live in France, France? but I I don't know. I guess it was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it looks very artsy and cool, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, Anna only made about 400 euros a month working at Purple because she was still an intern. She was Mm -hmm. making a whole lot of money. Right. So her parents were still, like, paying her rent and things like that. They were still helping her out financially. Right. Which is awesome. Not a lot of people get that. At this point? Okay. My parents stopped paying my bills when I was, like, (laughs) 16. So that's cool. Oh, good for her. I'm sorry. I paid them. I mean. (laughs) I paid them. Yeah. But I had a job. Look at good. you now. Look at you have a now. podcast. I have yeah. a podcast. <laughs> when Anna went through a breakup in the summer of 2013, she headed to New York with a tourist visa. She was going on a trip to Montauk. And then she was going to go to Fashion Week, too. Um, fair warning. I kind of mentioned this before. I had a bit of a hard time trying to figure out the exact timeline in which some things happened. But I did my best. Okay. Like, the timeline for how things happen here gets very confusing when you're researching it because all the articles are the same information and you just kind of have to like find what you're looking for. You have to like kind of source for whatever you're trying to put into words. It was hard to research to say I didn't have enough time to read. There is a book about it. I did not have to have enough time to read it. So yeah. And I didn't want to pay $13 for it also. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't on my Kindle membership. Right, right. (laughs) So, okay, so let's talk about this trip to New York. So this trip to New York was not supposed to be a permanent move for Anna, but when she made more friends there than she had in Paris, she decided to stay and work Mm -hmm. at Purple's New York office. Okay. So the magazine had a New York office. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she wanted to transfer over there. She's like, this just seems like it fits me better. Yeah, she was like, these are my people. I like them better than the people in Paris, so I'm going to stay. Totally get that. Yeah, (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Not long after, Anna quit her job at Purple, and the con woman in her began to come out. Anna started to tell friends and acquaintances that she had an $80 million trust fund. It was like 63 million euros, but I'm going to talk in American dollars the whole time. In USD. Yeah. (laughs) So $80 million trust fund. She would make up different stories as to how her parents got their money, um, some people were like, oh, they were Russian oil billionaires, or they got their money in green solar energy, or her parents were Russian diplomats. Diplomats? <laughs> diplomats! <laughs> ah! Sorry. Her Dip-ulats. parents were Russian diplomats or antique collectors. They were big in antique collecting. And, like, and they the just made a lot the... of money on it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what she's telling her yeah. friends, or just. just- Everybody. Anybody who will listen. Mostly her friends, but anybody who will listen to her talk, I guess. And the list goes on, like other things as well. She basically told people she was an heiress, and that's how she paid for her lifestyle with her trust fund. Okay. She became known for always staying at trendy hotels, eating at award-winning restaurants, and regularly visiting salon and spas, and always tipping in $100 bills. Wow. She always had cash, and she tipped like... I'm not even talking just like waiters and waitresses. Anyone who helps her do anything, she tipped them a hundred dollars. Damn, I'm like, talking. Can I help you do something? No, I think that's kind of how it was. People, that's how she built her reputation. Like everybody wanted to do something that's for amazing. her because she always tipped a hundred dollars. Very smart too, it in is. a weird way. Like if you if you can, but yeah, damn, I'm talking anything. Somebody opened a car door for her. Here's a hundred dollars. Jesus Christ, a valet. Here's a hundred dollars. A taxi driver. Here's a. I would be like cleaning the floor as she walked. Like how yes, often can I? It. Listen, how often can I? Here's, can I squirt some lotion into your hands, ma'am? But. Like anyone, anyone who she could tip, even if they weren't (laughs) normally tipped, $100. Here you go. She put together fancy dinners, hired a personal trainer and life coach, and wore expensive designer brands, Yves Saint Laurent, you know, all that. And her parents were helping her still? Well, that is because I was wondering. I know her parents were helping her pay her rent in Germany. Right. But I think once she left, her parents weren't really helping her anymore. I think okay. that was kind of like the end of that, but I'm not sure. And she ne- so she went to she visited France, came back to New York and moved there. Well, she moved to France. 
Okay, so she worked for Purple. Okay. Then she visited That's New right. York okay. and ended up staying. Okay. So then, yeah, there's just no information on whether... Because I'm like, where the fuck... Yeah, it gets she, very confusing. Was she in an intern still at Purple? She was, but it was a paid internship. So she was making money, just not much. But that's what I'm saying. Because New York, even... what is When is this? Like, the 90s? No, this Wait. is in 2013. Oh, okay, never mind. But still, even so, like, is... She, expensive. You'll find out why she had money. Okay, never mind. All right, we can continue then. <laughs> she had money. She had cash. You'll find out. I have questions. Um, that's all. <laughs> she would put off bills with promises of wire transfers that never materialized. So if she went to go do something and she was very good at playing this rich character. So she mm-hmm. would just tell people, I'll wire transfer you. And they would believe her because then she, she was really good at playing this rich woman. There's a lot of people now that kind of are good at yeah. playing, like, I have a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah, she was so very can... good at playing that character. So people fell for it, especially since she was flashing $100 tips around town. Oh, yeah. She had a good reputation. Right. Um, so she would put off those bills. Wire transfers never came. And she would get people to foot the bill for her meals oh. and other such things like spa treatments, whatever, whoever she went with by oh, saying no. that she forgot her wallet and her luggage or an excuse like, I'm having a hard time moving my funds over from Germany, like right. things like that. Like, which is like, like, I don't know. Oh, I forgot my wallet. It's a red flag. Have you flag. ever had a friend that did that? Yeah, like, it's a, lot. a red flag. Like not a little. Like I, I, I have a lot of friends like, I've shit, I've forgotten. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'll Venmo you now, but like, yeah, no, I have people who are like, I'll Venmo you. And then they don't. (gasps) And I'm like, Mm -hmm. can you Venmo me? Are you going to (laughs) listen? We're not money bags here. We I'm poor. (laughs) I just finally got a new job. I'm the kind of person that I will treat my friends, but then there's like a point where you're like, but, but like, will you also treat me? You know what I mean? Like you start questioning, you're like, shit. But also, yeah, I don't know. Like the, Forgetting your, I guess maybe if she has a lot of different friends, though, it makes a difference too. Yeah. Because maybe she's always every traveling. individual group, they're like, yeah, cool, whatever, we got and you. Her friends are rich, and she's always traveling. So mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. sense. It's just like, damn. Yeah. So her <laughs> friends and I mean people she was going to eat meals with and things like that didn't see this as a red flag because Anna would tell them that she was having a hard time moving her assets overseas. Okay. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. would yeah. make sense. I like, I understand her. that it would yeah. be a hard time, especially if you're like new in America, you've never been here before. Like, that makes sense to me, but my instinct would trying- be to buy her drinks. Like, I'd be like, shit, yeah, let's like- go for drinks. Hell yeah, yeah. honestly. I mean, maybe not at the most expensive place because I don't have that kind of money. But, but if, if you like, were rich, if you did, yeah. If you were rich, yeah, it makes perfect have, like, sense. Oh, hell yeah, whatever. Let's been go. There, so I don't care. Same. Don't pay me back. Whatever. This is my favorite part. She actually crossed paths with Billy McFarland. Do you know who that is? Yes, but not Sounds really. familiar? He yes. Was, okay, so have you ever seen the any of the fire fraud documentaries on Netflix or Hulu? Oh, okay. No, but I know he I had them saved. Okay. He was the mm. guy. So that he had that. the Magnesis brand with the credit cards that weren't worth anything, mm-hmm. basically. She crossed paths with him. Which is just, like, very interesting to me because they're both these most, the most insane scammers of, like, our generation. Oh, okay. And she actually stayed in his New York loft for a minute. Like, a couple months. Damn. Yeah, she stayed there before she was able to, like, I guess figure out how to scam and get it, like, get in a hotel. Maybe she you know? learned directly from him, That's what too, I wonder, like, too. There's no evidence of this. Right. He's not involved in the case or anything. But I wonder if, like, they were both aware that they were both scammers or if it just like so happened did she ever scam him well she became a member of magnesis okay but as far as i know she did not scam him because he scammed her because she was a member of magnesis and that whole thing was pretty much a scam maybe she was just learning from him yeah it's just interesting to me i don't know if that ever happened but she did stay in his loft um, for a couple alone. of months, I don't think she stayed with him. I think she was alone in the loft for like two or three months. I think. Okay. So yeah, but she basically she knew that guy, and she in some capacity because she stayed at his house. Yeah, so. this is an interesting little tidbit to hmm. add. Maybe we can do an episode on that someday because yeah. that's a doozy. that would be a fun one though. We can do that for sure. Like, not, I mean, it's fucked up, but <laughs> we will do that at some point for sure. I don't want to talk about it too much. We'll yeah. move on. 
So she started to pitch her idea of a contemporary art center and club, which she called ADF, which stood for the Anna Delvey Foundation. ADF was supposed to be an elite Soho-ish club that would have rotating arts exhibits. So an elite club, you have to have a membership, you know, things like that. Like, just... Yeah. How to, a cash grab, essentially, for her. Right. They were just displaying art. I'm trying to, like, well, I'm like what the fuck like does that mean? Well, there would be, like, rotating arts exhibits, and then there would also be, like, a bar and a restaurant and, like, okay. a juice bar. Like, right. it would be, I'm trying to think of something you could compare it to here. Like, just think of, like, a club that you can't get into. <laughs> you can rent out a space. Probably, yeah. I, I'm just imagining kind of like, oh, yeah. like, we've set aside this exhibit. Like, yes. we're gonna have, like, this it's classy for, oh, think cater. Art Basel. Yeah. Art okay. Basel in mm-hmm. Miami, mm-hmm. but in a club. That's what okay. she's going gotcha. for. Okay. With rotating exhibits and all kinds of shit going on. She would tell anybody that would listen to her about her idea and even hired a PR company for herself. Wow. Yeah. She was in a hurry to try to attract investors and open up this club as soon as possible. All her friends thought she was going to pay for it with her trust fund. So she, right. was, she was in a hurry to get investors, get loans, and open this place up. She and wanted, move forward with yeah, it. Yes. So she she wanted it to money. be open. She needed this to happen so that she could pay all these people back. Right. Essentially. That she was fucking over yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) she was i mean she was but she needed it to open needed to attract investors Mm -hmm. she really wanted it to happen which i'm like okay yeah she was actually trying to like do make make everything yeah she wanted to be wealthy but she also did i think i think she did want to pay these people back right opening this would make her a lot of fucking money and if she got it done, then she could pay everyone back and nobody would even know she was nobody scamming w- in the first place. And it's, it is like, it sounds like an image thing too, but also very understandably because I feel like when you're in that weird, bougie, you know, whatever yeah. group, you kind of get into this headspet space, headspet, <laughs> um, headspace though of like keeping up with everybody too, which is like, I can't imagine having friends that have that kind of money where you're like trying to just please God, like we're at this bar and we're doing all of these events that cost hundreds, hundreds, yeah. hundreds of dollars. She's trying to fit in and she's, New York is really expensive. Even then, like, like even crazy. just being just, there. Yeah. Even just living there. So yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like over empathizing, but I'm like, I mean, that's kind of stressful for sure. I agree. In late 2016, she returned to Germany for a few months and worked out the details of her club and created four fake bank statements in <laughs> Photoshop. She said it was surprisingly easy and took little time. <laughs> she returned to New York in early 2017. So she went to Germany in late 2016, returned in early 2017, and checked into the 11 Howard Hotel, which is like a super bougie hotel in New York. Okay. She used the fake documents to acquire loans from different creditors. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, Anna would get loans and immediately cash the money out before the banks caught on. So she would get a loan, cash out as much as she possibly could, and that's why she had the hundred, you asked earlier, She that's why she had the $100 to tip people all the time. Because she always had cash. She didn't have any bank accounts, any credit cards. She just only had cash all the time. Holy Christ. That's how she paid for everything. That gives me so much anxiety. Like, I'm so, like, motivated by financial stability and not instantaneous, uh, whatever you call it, like... Robbery? Well, robbery, (laughs) but also, like, instant gratification with money. Like, like, oh, my God. Like, a little bit. You go out for a bar, like, go get drinks at a bar, and you're like, eh, can I afford to buy these drinks for everybody? No, but I will. Anyway. But it's different (laughs) shit. Jesus Christ. She actually attempted to get a loan for $22 million from Fortress Investments, but that didn't work out due to red flags in her background and because she failed to provide them with everything she needed to secure the loan. But also, I think they were like halfway through the money doing her like background checks and everything that something happened and she had to go back and be like, hey, I don't want the loan anymore. And then they gave her the rest of the money that she had already given them. She had to give them $100,000 just to secure the loan, okay. which they used to do their due diligence. Right. And by the time she went and asked them, they were like halfway through. So she ended up getting like 50000 back because 
So she, she lost them she didn't money. Want anymore she that. lost money, but it wasn't even her money in the first it was place. Lo- it was from banks. But yeah. I'm just like, $22 million? Yeah. And so, also, they were probably doing her background check and like, this bitch doesn't have any credit. Yeah. So essentially, she went to them, was like, I need a $22 million loan. They were like, okay, we need $100,000 to secure this mm-hmm. and do our due right. diligence. They started doing it, and then shit started going south for her. So she mm-hmm. went back and was like, "Hey, I don't want the loan anymore. Just give me my hundred thousand back." And they're they like, "They had well, gone through forty-five grand of it, and she got the rest back." And that's just okay. kind of how that happened. Okay, I don't know enough about this kind of stuff to like yeah. have any context, but it, it it makes some sense. Although that plan didn't work out, she was able to obtain loans from other lenders and banks. Okay. She found ways to trick the system and just somehow ended up with money every time. She would, like I said, just get a loan, cash it out immediately. Get a loan, cash it out immediately. And she would go through, like, several banks. Like, so they must out money. They must take time to process. I haven't yeah. really had, like, a personal well, loan. you know but... if you, like, deposit a check and then it only lets you have a certain amount to the next day? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Like, she would deposit yeah. fraudulent checks and then take out as much money as she could before they realized it was fake. I don't know anything about how this works, so my brain's like, huh. <laughs> <What? laughs> so Damn. through this, she would always have cash on her, and she built her reputation by flashing cash all over town. Like I said, tips, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Right. In 2017, she threw herself a huge birthday party and somehow got away without paying for a single thing. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Like, like friends or? She threw herself the party. I don't remember where it was, but she didn't pay for anything. And then like a few days later, they contacted someone who was at the party, like a rich guy who was at the party. I think it was like an Instagram post that she was tagged okay. in, whatever. And they contacted him was like, do you know where she is? She didn't pay her bill. And the guy who she already owed money for like a dinner they went on was like, oh, this bitch ain't shit. Like, I know she is a fraud. Wow. That's stressful. But she got away with it. Damn. She didn't pay them. Damn. This bitch has, she's relentless with this pursuit of like her image, I guess. Jesus Christ. She was just trying to build her reputation to be this rich bitch. Right. So everyone would believe that she was this rich bitch so she could get away without paying for things. And then one day when she had money, she could pay them back. Yeah. It physically pains me of the idea of somebody trying to like um, fit in with this crowd that has all of that and then trying so hard to like compensate for it. But like... Damn, she was yeah. good at this apparently, she was or great. or it didn't take a lot. I, was, either I way, mean, she did this for like four years. Damn, she was great at it. Fuck, I idolize her. Why did <laughs> I feel like point. my goal? Eat the rich. Yeah, eat the rich. So after long days of scamming banks and lenders, mm-hmm. she would head to Lake Cuckoo. Lake Cuckoo. I don't know if I'm saying that Le- right, but I think it's Lake Cuckoo. Le- Lake Cuckoo is a super bougie restaurant owned by the Eleven Howard Hotel. So she was able to charge the bills to the room that she wasn't paying for. So I don't know if the restaurant was in the hotel, next to it, whatever, but it was owned by the hotel. Mm -hmm. So she was able to go to this restaurant, get fancy-ass meals, charge them to her hotel room, which she was not paying for, (laughs) and just, like, get away with it. She was a regular at Lake Cuckoo and so charming that the chef didn't mind her like asking for elaborate things he would just make them for her even if they weren't on the menu so like hypothetically i may or may not have like yelped them or open tabled them <laughs> and <laughs> how many one, stars it's they have really it's a uh, 4.7 on open table so a lot of people write like four or five stars just simple <laughs> but the top review that came up is this person writing food service ambiance all perfect (laughs) you know all excellent problem was my italian leather gloves were picked from my pocket at the coat check and they just like talk management promised to make good on this and they never did 
What a joke. Like, so if you're, I, I just felt like that was a good way to set premise for what kind of restaurant it was. Cause it's like my leather, my expensive overpriced fucking gloves were taken from my pocket. My and like, Gucci gloves are stolen. <laughs> They're gone. I'm like, okay, like you couldn't buy more or maybe you couldn't, maybe you're this bitch. <laughs> and you're pissed about it. <laughs> what is the review from? It's from 2019. So oh, not. I'm going to be like, please tell me 2013. Open, open table please. diner. New York area. <laughs> so anyways, oh, I was no, like, that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> so she, yeah, she would ask the chef for things that weren't even on the fucking menu. And he'd be like, here you go. And I love you so much Aww. because she was tipping a hundred dollars to everyone. So she'd be like, here's a hundred dollars for the chef or the waitress for the bartender. Everybody. I, I also believe that when you're that person, like you probably have some incentive of like people like you because you're probably personable. Yeah. Like, like she, yeah, he said she, she was charming. Cool. Yeah. Like she's Other nice. Other people and- have said that she was like kind of a bitch, but I, my own personal opinion, I think they're only saying that because she got away with it. Right. I think if they would have never found out, they'd be like, oh my God, Anna's the nicest lover so much. But since they found out she's a fraud, they're like, Ugh, fuck her. She, was she wasn't worst. even that cute. Like that's literally what people have said. They're like, she wasn't be even like, that pretty, but she is pretty. What? She doesn't have the money, so you're like, now she sucks. But now you, she's you, ugly. Some of you might probably love people that are that fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> for their money. So at this point, Anna didn't have any new money coming in. Like, she had kind of gone mm. over all the banks. Didn't really have anything coming in. She anymore. ran out of local creditors to she like ran re- <laughs> out. Pretty much, I'm sure God she damn. was looking for distant ones, but it just Fuck. she didn't have any at the time. I'm sure she would have figured something out, but at the time she didn't have any new money coming in. So she deposited $160,000 worth of bad checks and was able to take out $70,000 in cash before the bank noticed. Jesus Christ. So at this point, once again, I don't know the certain timeline. This is just like me trying my best to figure it out. But at this point, the 11 Howard Hotel realized that they didn't have a working credit card on file for her room. And her bill was piling up, not only for her room cost and whatever she was ordering to her room, you know, room service, whatever. Right. But also the charges from the restaurant that they owned. Right. Which, like, is easily $1,000 for, like, a meal. It's expensive, especially when you're ordering off the menu. Listen, somebody's Gucci gloves got stolen from their coat pockets. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Fuck. Sounds like a bad day. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> but so, Jesus Christ still. Like so, I said, she got $70,000 before yeah. the bank knew, mm-hmm. before the bank noticed. And Anna was able to buy some time by paying a portion of the hotel bill. Um, she also ordered cases of champagne to be given to the staff of the hotel. So as far On as their I bill. know it, as far as I know it, no, she paid for them. Oh, okay. Or maybe. I don't know. As far as I know, the hotel came to her and was like, we need a working credit card on file. You're not paying your bill, blah, 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 blah. Right. And she's like, oh, here's a portion. Paid some of it. And also, I have a package coming. It's for you guys. The package gets there, and it's just like cases upon cases of champagne. Just like a few grand worth of champagne. And she's like, divide it amongst the staff. Just to make yourself seem rich. Like... Fuck. Everybody gets a few bottles of champagne just divided amongst the staff. And I think it was like a fancy champagne. I'm not sure which one it was, yeah. but I think it was like something fancy. Details you, know? you wish you had so you could like details, do the math of it. Exactly. But, details damn. I wish I had because I would do the math and be like, how much did she actually spend? <laughs> but it was like crates of champagne. Jesus. So she didn't pay the whole bill. And after this, she took off on a private jet to Omaha, Nebraska to attend Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway annual stockholders meeting. What? Um, Warren Buffett, super rich guy. He's like equivalent to like Bill Gates and his company or whatever is Berkshire Hathaway. So he has an annual stockholders meeting and it was in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And she, whether or not she actually went to this, I don't know. I can't figure that out. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, she did go like somehow, but she went to Omaha, Nebraska. That's not for question. She did go to Omaha, Nebraska. And she was able to get the private jet somehow on an IOU. What the <laughs> fuck? Damn. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I, hey, 
give me a private jet and they were like sure no matter how quote-unquote unethical i don't think it's unethical that's not the right word no matter how like on a societal level you might be like yeah this isn't great on you know you think like no that's not the best damn like i'm impressed and i'm not gonna shit on her also because like (laughs) but so she went to she took a private jet somehow on an iou to Omaha, nebraska and then came back so here's the thing Anna only had a tourist visa, so she had to leave the country for a couple months at a time to return. So she would have to like go back somewhere, reapply, come back for with a new visa for several months. Because I uh-huh. guess that's just how it works. At least that's how she had it figured out. So she made it seem like she was paying for lavish vacations or going to important meetings in other countries with some of the world's biggest investors, like we said, Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. Right, right. Very important people. She was like, oh, I'm going to a meeting with this person because she's so rich. What? It made no sense. So since she had to do these trips for Mm -hmm. her visa in the summer of 2017, when she got back from Omaha, she decided to take a trip to Morocco and she was going to bring along some friends. She invited Rachel Williams, who was a photo editor for Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. She invited her personal trainer, and she invited a videographer. Videographer? Videographer, videographer whatever. I think, yeah. Um, and he was, he or she, I don't know if it was a woman or a man, was supposed to be recording this, and she was going to use the footage for, like, investors and things for her club. So they were, like, documenting the experience of her opening this club, and she was going to, like do research quote unquote yeah i was like like air quotes in morocco to like figure out her club i guess it was quote unquote research for her club she was going clubbing she's like hell yeah let's go you take videos exactly that's you get the idea yeah um another one of anna's friends neff davis worked as a concierge at the 11 howard hotel if you remember that's where she was staying at this point right um which is how the two met and became friends. She would, like, tip her $100, take her on shopping sprees, shit okay. like that. That's how they became friends. And prior to their departure to Morocco, Neff Davis's manager told her that Anna's bill was piling up and they had not received payment from her for the room she was staying in. Jesus Christ. So Neff found out, I guess, earlier than anyone that Anna was a fraud. Right. And as a result, they changed the code for her room. Kicked her out, which isn't really relevant because she was already leaving. I think she had already caught on to this. And pretty much held all of her belongings hostage until she paid what she owed. So they locked her room, boxed up her belongings. Really, you can't get this shit until you pay us. Right. So they had all her stuff. And she's got a lot of stuff. A lot of shit, yeah. Designer, everything, you know? But anyways, the group still took their trip to Morocco. And they stayed at, like... The most exclusive resort in the world. It's very exclusive. Very Hmm. expensive. They stayed in a private villa, which had a butler, and I think maybe even multiple butlers, and it costed $7,000 a night. Jesus Christ! $7,000 a night. Who's paying for this? Anna was supposed to be paying for everyone else's expenses on the trip because her friend couldn't afford it. She worked at Vanity Fair. She made a good amount of money, but she couldn't Mm -hmm. afford this. Right. Shit, this is more than she makes in a year. Right. She's paying her personal trainer and her videographer, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she can't afford this. Obviously, she doesn't have any money. (laughs) So she's supposed to be paying for their trips, and she's obviously not. Mm -hmm. During their trip, Anna made one excuse after another, pressing her friends to pick up all the bills during their stay, especially Rachel. Rachel is the one who's, like, picking up most of the bills. On one occasion, Anna wanted to go dress shopping, and when her card didn't go through, she asked Rachel to add the cost to what she already owed her for traveling expenses. She's like, I know I already know you, I already owe you for your flight and stuff. Like, just add this on top of it. She's buying like thousand dollar dresses. This is giving me like severe like stress. Yeah. She's like, I already owe mm. you. Just add it to my tab. Like I can't get my money I'm to I'm sorry. Work. Like, hold on. I don't know what's going on. It's my visa. It's yeah, weird. literally. As the week went on, it became mm-hmm. clear to Anna's friends that there was pressure between Anna and the resort staff members. Like, it's pretty clear that you haven't paid for anything. Pay your fucking bill! Like, 
tens of thousands <gasps> wow. of dollars. Seven grand a night. Come on. Damn. One morning, the group was informed the hotel did not have a working credit card on file. Anna brushed it off as an issue with her bank. And the staff was polite at first, but quickly began hounding the group for their payment. Right. People at the resort were literally fired for this. Like, oh, people no. were fired oh. because somebody wasn't paying their bill. Like, this is where I'm like, okay, Anna. That's fucked you're up. You're fucking up. Like, everything else she did, whatever, eat the rich. But, like, this trip in particular, Anna fucked up. Well, you're fucking over people who are just making a living. We're just, like, like be, trying to be nice to you. And, and But also just trying to make a living. Yeah. Like, they may just, like, have an instinct to be like, yeah, they're probably going to pay their bill. Or, yeah. I don't know. Like, you're what, you work at a resort that makes that much money? You yeah. probably anticipate not meeting a lot of people who won't pay their bill. And these people probably Doesn't aren't. That it's just, like, yeah. frustrating. Like, I don't know. That's frustrating. Because it's, like, those poor people that lost their jobs and got in yeah. trouble for for her bullshit i hope they got their jobs back or got better jobs now i hope they got better jobs where they yeah. wouldn't be fired for something that wasn't their yeah, fault yeah that's so funny to me to imagine that like anna tipping everyone a hundred dollars and then like not paying <laughs> her bill so you're they're getting uh, fired but like she just gave them 300 bucks like what and they're like oh i thought huh? I, i'm sorry like by principle like she gave me oh, money sad. <laughs> oh, so that's sad for them people at the resort were fired and soon rachel williams the vanity mm-hmm. fair editor i mentioned before was pressured into putting her credit card down by staff and security they like cornered her and anna in a room and were like somebody needs to put a credit card down now we're not getting wow. fired for this and Anna's like, my bank account. Aww. So Rachel <laughs> puts her credit card down. She's just like, okay, whatever. So Anna seemed annoyed that they were even asking her for her credit card and payment. And How dare told, you? Know, How right? dare you ask me for the money that I owe you? I know, right? And she told Rachel it was just a little mix up and she would pay her back. Rachel was told that the bill would need to be settled up when they all left. So, like, her putting her credit card down is fine. Anna's going to pay for it when she leaves, right? Oh, no. This poor girl. So, she was leaving earlier. Rachel was. So, she didn't think she would even be charged. She thought, oh, I'm leaving earlier. So, when Anna leaves, she has to pay for everything. Right. Right? No. That's not going to happen. No. They charged her card, Rachel's card, and it was a lot of money. How much? How much money? Well... (laughs) Rachel had a good job at Vanity Fair, but she doesn't have enough money to pay for all of this. And it put her in the hole for more than $62,000. That's like three. She three made, of my brand new car. She made sixty grand a year. Holy Christ. And she got charged $62,000. That's insane. Just for their like one, that two week poor trip. poor woman. God sucks. Uh, she knew something wasn't right, and she left Morocco while Anna stayed behind. Um, she knew something wasn't right, and she also had, like, work to go do in Paris, I think, France. Okay. So, she left earlier than everyone else. Anna stayed behind, and Rachel's dream vacation turned into a moment of truth, which led her to realize who Anna Delvey really was. Oh, no. And when she landed in France, she got a text from Anna saying that she was going to wire her... $70,000 $70,000 to make sure all the expenses are covered. Mm-hmm. Do you think she actually did? No, oh, absolutely not. She Just like not. with everything else. Damn. She did not. <laughs> I am getting like more mad as time goes on throughout this because yeah. I'm frustrated for all of the people I'm, she fucked over. I'm mad at her for fucking over her friend. Well, but and like. And- if you're fucking over hotels, I don't really care because that well, room's just going to sit empty. Well, and for... Okay, so I'm not upset for the people that, like, have all of this fucking money, but I'm upset, upset for the employees. I'm upset for, like, yeah, you know, they got in trouble. Got fired. People Everything who are just trip. making a living that are yeah. not in this, that's where it's, like, really upsetting because I'm like, ah, eh, fuck the rich, people you know? People got but, fired and Rachel and her other two yeah, friends. Yeah, When Anna got back to New York, she moved out of the 11 Howard and checked into a different luxury hotel called the Beekman. Okay. Uh, there, she had racked up a bill of 11000 over 20 days before she was, again, kicked out. Is that funny? 20 days, $11,000. I can't even spend, mm. like, $1,000 no. in 20 days. No, I mean, I could, but I if can't. If I had that much I money, am, yeah, but she exactly. didn't have I'm it. I'm not able to. How the fuck? 
Anyway, so she racked up that much money, got kicked out. She was essentially like homeless in New York City. She was still lying to Rachel day after day about the money for the Morocco trip. Like she was texting her every day. Wow. Like wouldn't it have been, Rachel has said this herself, that it would be so much better if she just like ghosted her. But instead she texted her every single day. Like I'm going to pay it back. I'm so sorry. I already sent it. I don't know what's going on. I'm having an issue. Yeah, so she's lying, telling her a wire wire transfer is coming. She even sent fake confirmation numbers, promises of cashier's checks, yada, yada, yada. One day, Rachel showed up at Anna's hotel. She knew where she was staying, so she showed up. And Anna pretended to look for this imaginary $70,000 check (gasps) and acted like it was lost. She got there, and Anna's, like, shuffling through papers, like... Bitch. Hold on. Hold on. Literally. Like, what the fuck? Let me find it. And she has an accent. I can't do a Russian-German accent. But, like, I think that has to do with a lot with how she pulled this off. Because she has this accent and talking to dumb Americans. I was going like, to say, you're not. rich. Smart, you're rich. You know? <laughs> so, Rachel's obviously like, this bitch is lying. Yeah. And Rachel works in press and publicity she works for vanity fair right so things moved really quickly after this at this point also the property she planned to lease for her club Mm -hmm. was sold to someone else so she had plans for this one location it's a historical building in new york that's where she wanted to open her club and it's sold to someone else so that point everyone was like this bitch is lying because she would have bought it already if she had 80 million dollars like she said she did So it's sold to someone else, and Anna's behavior was noticed by the press. I think also in part with Rachel. So good for you, Rachel. Tell them. You better tell them. Right. Publications called her a wannabe socialite, and they detailed the extent of her scams. The press weren't the only ones on to Anna. The New York DA had already caught on to her scams as well, and she was the subject of an ongoing criminal investigation. So Rachel calls Yikes. Rachel calls the attorney general's office and is like, hey, something's not right with this girl, whatever right. tries to tell them. And they're like, oh, we know. We We're already, fully fucking yeah, aware. They're like, oh, we know already. We have an ongoing <laughs> investigation about her. No. And Rachel's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. So all these publications are putting articles about her, about how she's a fraud. And Anna denied the claims about her and checked herself into a Malibu rehab center, which I think she was like, New York figured it out. Let me move to the West Coast and try to start over there. And it was at the Malibu rehab center that the feds found her and she was extradited back to New York. No. (laughs) This is, we're getting close to the end here. Sorry, this has been a long one, surprisingly. So, Anna was charged with grand larceny, falsifying documents, theft of services, and other charges, like, grand larceny times four, pretty much. Like, just, like, a lot of larceny. Right. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) She scammed hundreds of thousands of dollars from banks, restaurants, hotels, a private jet company, and friends. She was charged with, like, the total ended up being, like, $275,000, but that's, like, just what she stole from, like, banks and stuff. I think it ended up being a lot more if you include all of her friends. Like, if you include Rachel and all these other people, like, her okay. birthday party, like, things like that. It ends like, up venues being a lot outside more. of the banks. Exactly. Okay. Like, it ends up being a lot more, but, like, criminally, what she was charged with was $275,000, right? Lot. Yeah. Anna's but trial, not enough compared to the fact that yeah, she was like... It was a lot. Anna's trial began in early 2019. Anna, of course, hired a stylist to dress her and a very flashy lawyer and somehow got the trial delayed several times because she didn't like what she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Isn't okay. crazy? I hate my outfit. <laughs> Anna was found guilty on eight charges. Mm-hmm. She... So pretty much everything she was found guilty, I'm going to tell you what she was found not guilty on. Okay. So she was not guilty on attempted grand larceny for trying to get that $22 million loan. She was not guilty for she that one. She withdrew it, I guess, probably. Like, like Probably that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. And she was also not guilty for allegedly stealing the $62,000 <gasps> from Rachel for the Morocco mm-hmm. trip. Poor Rachel. 
She spent like her whole life savings. It's kind of fucked up. I don't feel bad for the banks, but I do feel bad for Rachel. Mm. But Rachel has like prospered after this. You know, she made a book about it. I was going to say like she at least, and that's not to like dismiss what happened, but at the minimum, like damn, make money on it at least. Rachel definitely made money off of it. How I told you in the beginning, I was like, I didn't read the book about it. Rachel Mm -hmm. wrote the book about it. Damn. So Rachel has like, She's What's okay. It but, didn't I mean, ruin her life or anything. Like, she's okay. I feel bad. I do feel bad. Like, that's fucked up that that happened to you. But right. she's she's okay. She's all right. Well, the book is called My Friend Anna. If anybody yeah. wants to spend the money my on it fa- to give her some my more money. My Friend Anna by Rachel, what is it, DeBouch De- Williams? DeLoach. DeLoach Williams. Yeah. Um, so she was found guilty on those eight counts. She was sentenced to four to 12 years in jail and was also required to pay $200,000 in restitution and a $24,000 fine. Anna told the court, the thing is, I'm not sorry. I'd be lying to you and everyone else if I said I was sorry for anything. I regret the way I went about certain things. What? Yeah. So she said that at her like original trial, whatever, when she got sentenced. And then during a hearing with the parole board on October 6, 2020, Anna said, I just want to say that I'm really ashamed and I'm really sorry for what I did. I completely understand that a lot of people suffered and when I thought I was doing nothing wrong. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, whatever. Your apology is probably a lie. You just wanted to get out early. Right. That's a reason. I don't hate her. I don't love her. her. I'm indifferent about her. Yeah. I don't hate her. I certainly don't hate her. It's just no. interesting. Like, now I've been kind of thrown a little bit. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, eat the rich. Like, eat, it's eat the rich. It's confusing. The rich. <laughs> eat the rich. But, you know, to some degree, like, like, and it's also, I can empathize as much as one can with, like, yeah. oh, that sucks. Like, all, all of these people around you. And you feel like you fit in in New York. And yeah. then you're like, oh, like, all these people have all this money. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it. But also... I'm going maybe, to make this money. And that maybe, was her plan. She wanted to open this place. And then she... Everything would have been fine. I do believe that she had planned to pay everyone back. That's what she said. She was like, I was going to pay everyone back. And I honestly believe her. Yeah. I do think that... She would have because that club would have made her millions of dollars. She would have made so much money off of it. So I do believe that she did plan on paying them back. She Mm -hmm. just kind of got caught too soon. And had she opened that club, I think she would have. I really, I truly think she would have paid them back. I don't, I don't doubt that. I don't know that I fully understand it because Mm -hmm. that amount of money is like, you know, but, but still like, but she was only in debt, like about 300 grand. Yeah. I think she would have made that money back pretty quickly. And I do think she would have paid them back. And Mm -hmm. she said that, like I did plan on paying everyone back and I kind of believe her. I kind of do. Yeah. Uh, If I'm, maybe she conned you. Maybe she was an idiot. Yeah. If I'm an idiot for thinking she actually would have, I don't know, but I, I truly think she would have. Interesting. She was granted early release for good behavior, and she's going to be released in, like, five days. Wow. No, like a week. What? Today is February 5th that we're recording this. She's going to be released in 10 days. She's getting out on February 15th, 2021. Wow. Wow. So she's getting out for good behavior. How old is she going to be? Do you know? She was born in 1991, so so 30. About yeah, about thirty. She's thirty, cause yeah, thirty. Jan- her birthday's in January, so she'll oh. be thirty. Um, she was only in jail for a few years. She got sentenced in twenty nineteen, so she's only been there for like three years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, she will likely be deported back to Germany following her release. Mm-hmm. That's just what. Well, I guess she's the DA. Yeah. A, attorney general, whatever. That's what they've been saying that she will be deported. That's what they're trying to do. But Netflix has paid Anna over $300,000 to make a series about her life. And so, yeah, go ahead. There you go. I was just like, so all that money, she's getting it back. (laughs) So she will be able to afford the restitutions if she decides to pay them. (laughs) I don't know how much money she had when she was sentenced to that. And if she's already paid some of them, I don't know. Right, right. But Netflix did make a 300000 
I think it was over $300,000 payment to her to use the rights to her life and, you know, stuff like that to make a series about her. And production for the show has already begun. It's going to be called Inventing Anna. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the idea for the show came out in, like, 2019. They've already started filming. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. Julia Garner is going to be starring as Anna. If you don't know who that is, she's the... Have you ever seen Ozark? Yeah, she's, she's like, the, the blonde, she's the curly-haired. Blonde, yeah, she's the blonde girl from Ozark. Mm-hmm. And Laverne Cox is going to be the personal trainer, which I'm <gasps> super excited oh, about. I love Laverne Cox. I love her. And neither of those actresses are any stranger to Netflix. I mean, right, Julia's right. been on Ozark. Laverne has been on, um, what's it called? Orange is the New Black? Yeah, yeah. I love that show. I was looking up. I'm trying to look up I who's really play like, Rachel. I really like Laverne Cox, so I'm excited about that. And there's, mm-hmm. like, some other stars that are going to be on there. Katie Lowe's, Lowe's from Scandal is going to be um, okay, playing Rachel. Mm-hmm, the brunette. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm excited about it. I think it's honestly going to be a good show, and that's why I'm like, well, I may have not gotten everything right in this episode, but... If you're interested, go watch the Netflix series. It's not out yet, but I think it'll be coming out soon. Netflix is pretty quick from the time they start filming. They don't waste time. To when stuff comes out. So So, the pandemic put a lot of things back, but I think maybe it'll come out this year. I'm hoping it'll come out this year. I'm really excited to watch it. Anyway, Um, I guess that's all we got for today. Well, thanks for covering this one. I had no fucking clue. It was a fun one, right? Yeah, it really threw me for a loop. Next week, look forward to Mary Vincent. I'm like 90% sure it's going to be a two-parter, but Mm -hmm. I will try to release both parts within like a few days of each other, maybe like one part on Tuesday, another part on Thursday. I'll try to do it as quick as I can. Right. Just depends how long the editing takes me, but... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's an incredible survival tale, so it's gonna be good. I'm excited. That one really gets me. The last serious episode we did with Skylar Niece, and that one like really, that was a huge one for us. That's our like that's our most popular episode. Really, it actually is. Yeah, it has the most listens out of all of them. So I'm excited to do another like super serious one because we had our little break, and it's time to. Yeah, go back, back to in kinda, high gear. But also, we can we're gonna do a positive one. It's like it's not that the case itself is positive, but yeah, it it's a survivor story. So you're like excited and pumped for it. It's a good one for yeah. sure. Um, well, that's but all we yeah. have for you today. I'm yeah. Mariah. I'm Jessica, and this is Grim Behavior. Thanks for Follow, listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Grim Behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then email us at grimbehaviorpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us in your spooky stories or just like anything yeah. you feel like sending Any case us. that you love. Um, Whatever. Anything. Uh, yeah. we, we have open ears. Whatever We're here. you got. Open We're here eyes. With email. <laughs> or both ears. Both. both. <laughs> open minds. Yeah, that'll work. But Hell yeah. Cheers. Yeah.